Welcome to the Glacial Multimedia Podcast Series. The Glacial Multimedia Podcast Series is dedicated to providing internet marketing education to physicians for better business development and overall patient communication. Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to Glacial Multimedia's podcast series. My name is Daryl. I'll be your moderator once again today for a fantastic topic. We're going to talk about your budget and how Glacial's digital marketing consultants can help you. They're a fantastic group of people. I've gathered most of them here with me today, so we'll do some quick introductions. This is Hannah Witten, Director of Client Services. Hi, this is Bethany Powers, and I am a digital marketing consultant. Hey, everyone. It's Lauren. I'm a digital marketing consultant as well. Thank you very much for being here today, ladies. Appreciate it. All right, so let's dive right in. I think this is going to be kind of a fun topic for us a little bit. Um, Not always the easiest conversations to have with your clients, but one I'm sure you have quite often. We, of course, specialize in the digital realm. Uh, Marketing involves many other things just besides the digital realm. But let's kind of dive in and talk about some of those conversations that you guys have. First thing, when does budget usually come up? Is it something that happens right away? Does it vary? Is it something that eventually gets brought up? When does when does budget enter the conversation? I think it can come up at any time. We saw quite a bit of that coming up around September of last year. So sure. people are getting ready for their 2017 budgets. September is usually the time that that's happening. So we'd like to be involved in those conversations to make sure that everything is accounted for on the digital end. And I'm sure it gets brought up every once in a while with like, that's just not in the budget. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, we This morning. Or quarter four was really busy, too, so a lot of people are kind of tackling that stuff now. Um, but, you know, it's never too late. We can always still plan for, for the year. And we have nice. a, a podcast coming up in a little bit to talk about how to revamp those kind of budgets and so on. But how deeply do you guys get involved when you're with the practices talking about planning out their budget? Do you find that practices really rely on you for their budget, or do they have a budget and they're just looking to pit- pigeonhole things in, or does it vary? I think it varies. It depends on what the what the client wants to accomplish, how um, educated they are on the digital marketing as a whole. If the practice is already ready and they know what they're going to do for digital, then they already have a budget set in general for the year. Or we could get really micro and nail everything down by month, each service, etc. Mm-hmm. I think, too... Um, Sometimes introducing the topic to people, they're curious about what's available, and that can even be overwhelming in itself because if you're not as familiar with digital marketing, you don't realize how many different facets and directions you can actually go in. Um, So we tend to try and help people walk through that process and see, you know, what are the first steps? What would we say set the groundwork for a good digital marketing campaign? And then what gets more in depth from there and what would work best for their demographic? Yeah, exactly. We do a lot of educating around the services and kind of doing an overall audit, seeing what the practice is doing currently, what they could be doing, what their competition is doing and giving them an overall idea. And I know having been part of the, the conversations specializing in certain aspects of what we do for the digital marketing, that a lot of times it becomes about prioritization. Mm -hmm. What are your goals? What's the thing you need to accomplish right away? What do you accomplish six months from now, a year, two years from now? And let's kind of help fit all of that in into a nice little package with the money that you're giving us to work with. Um, Do those conversations become difficult, easy, when you're basically saying, we don't have to do this right now. We'll do that in six months. Do you find that those conversations are easier to have when you're taking something off the table? I feel like it can be hard, but we like to make it 
as easy as possible just because it really is about prioritizing and um, actually stating your goals. Um, What's going well? What isn't going well? What are you hearing back from your staff? What are you hearing back from your doctors? Is there anything new at the practice that no one really knows about? Um, It's basically just a full audit of what you're doing currently, um, what could be done better. Um, And then it's just basically just a back and forth of what we suggest and what they think they need. Um, For me, it's really helpful to divide it into branding and then actual lead generation. Sure. Um, So kind of just your overall web presence, um, how your brand is represented online and your identity too. Um, So that, you know, coincides with SEO, with local, with all that side of everything, social media, um, and then the lead generating side of it. So do you want to have a stronger presence on Google? Do you want to beat out your competition for this keyword? Or do you want to see more uh, revenue coming in from another area? Um, do you need more surgeries? Stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. I think the number one things that we hear from our clients in terms of their goals are they want to be number one in Google. They want leads. They want better mm-hmm. reviews. They want a better website. So from there, we just kind of set up a timeline. So I have clients who have asked for audits. They need a new website. So we'll get started on the new website. And a couple months down the line, we'll get a landing page set up and get the paid search campaign running. Or if they're a new practice just starting out, we'll start their website, start their local services immediately. And then the SEO services would kick in once the website's launched. And let, let's be honest. Most, most practices, when they talk about what their budget is going to be, they want everything. They want it yesterday. And they don't want to spend an arm and a leg for it. Those, I'm sure, are very difficult mm-hmm. conversations. Here's your goal. We want to be number one. Okay, well, number one for what? Um, <clears throat> and then <laughs> For <yeah>. everything. <laughs> exactly. And these are conversations I know you guys get deeply involved with, like really trying to help define what it is that a goal is and then having realistic mm-hmm. and sometimes, I'm sure, quite awkward conversations with a practice. Like that's just not attainable it's, with yeah, what you're absolutely. giving us. Right? Or it's not the yeah. best option. You know, um, if, if a client has an old non-responsive website from 2013 um, but they want to have a really successful page search campaign sometimes that might not be possible Mm -hmm. or like mobile traffic (laughs) right exactly yeah definitely yeah Um, so in in terms of that prior prioritization i think that the way that i do it is you need these things these are options that you have available this is a more aggressive campaign and this is a more moderate campaign which direction do you want to go these are expectations you can expect or this, this is what you can expect from a moderate campaign at a lower budget. Or if you want to go all in and be more aggressive, you're going to get quite a bit more out of it. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of ties into, um, I was going to mention just the concept of kind of getting what you pay for. We were talking about a little bit earlier, just with regard to, you know, you are paying for specialists in every single area of your marketing campaigns who are focused only on that facet of the campaign. You're paying for, you know, an ophthalmology-driven marketing company as well as other medical services. Um, things like that that do end up making a difference in knowing who to go with. I had a conversation with a client actually last week where sometimes they will send competitor offers and ask if we can match their prices. And sometimes we honestly can't, but at the end of the day, it is a matter of what are you paying for with this person and what do they have to offer is also important because sometimes it is worth a little extra money to get a good value for your campaigns. I agree. I think there's something to be said um, for us being in the medical industry for so long now. Our specialists are over they they understand everything they get the HIPAA portion as well and I think a lot of other marketing companies who are just general marketing who do 
lawn care down the street and their eye doctor down the street, that's a bit different. We can we know how to make the campaign successful, but still follow all HIPAA guidelines and everything like that. I think that's a really good point to bring up is that at Glacial, we've specialized in, you know, we specialize in a couple of verticals, ophthalmology being the principal one and doing it for many, many, many years. So we know what works. We adapt to the latest trends. And sometimes, you know, somebody might out there might get lucky. They're working with a locksmith and then they end up working with an ophthalmology practice. They apply the same techniques and they can get lucky every once in a while. But overall, I think our transparency and our track record really do speak for themselves. And I'm sure you guys rely on that when you're having these conversations. Look, I know you don't want to spend this $1,000 for this thing, but we know this is going to work for you, right? Mm -hmm. Transparency is big for us, definitely. I've had cases, too, where they are doing another campaign. They're doing a TV or radio ad. Digital ads are included in that for whatever reason. And they decide instead of spending the money with Glacial, they're going to just take it as it's part of a another contract. Right. But it actually turned out that our specialists were telling the other company several times that the campaign for remarketing was not going to work and Google was not actually going to approve their ads at all, and that served to be true. So now we have taken that service over, but it just goes back to we're we're in the medical industry and we understand how those things work. So we've kind of talked around it and done done it piecemeal a little bit thus far, but walk me through... Um, the first conversation that you have when when someone is is like signing up for the first time, they've just we've just launched their website. They're super excited. They're ready to have that conversation of what other services to bring on. So walk me through that conversation in reference to budget. How do you guys handle that? What are some of the suggestions you make? What are some of the things that you do? For me, I feel like it starts with. I mean, obviously we introduce ourselves and what Glacial is here for. Um, but then I think it's really helpful to just have the client Google their practice. Um, just do a quick Google search or um, a typical search if they're a LASIK practice in San Diego. Google LASIK surgeon in San Diego. Um, what shows up? Uh, what does their website look like? Where are they ranking? Um, what third-party profiles are coming up? What's what are their, their com- me- competitors exactly. sites look like? Yeah, what are the competitors doing? Um, if all of their competitors are doing paid search and they're not, then there's one goal. Um, it's pretty easy to pick and choose what is needed first and foremost and then kind of something that can be done later on. Um, kind of like you know, extra extra goals that they may have. Like so, kind of establishing a baseline to exactly. start. This is where you are. This is we're all agreed that this is kind of the situation you're in. Now, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. All right. right. Yeah. Taking a look at all of the on-page work, where the site stands, off-page work, and then going from there. And so after that initial conversation, they're like, because we do offer a wide variety of online services, pretty much a one-stop shop if you're going to do anything digital. Um, you offer a wide range of, of things that are going to help them up front. You help prioritize those, I assume, like this is the things you're going to want to do first. These are the things we're going to want to do second. Once that's done, how often are you checking back in to, sh- to see the results of things? I know you guys internally deal with us all the time, and that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you know what's going on with the clients, and you can make references. But how often then do you, do you come back to that conversation of budget as, as the year goes on? I think it really depends on how that initial conversation goes. Sometimes it's just, this is the budget. This is what we have for the year. There's no movement on this. And we'll just go from there and run with that. But other times it can be a conversation of, we don't have the budget yet, but maybe we blow it all on LASIK paid search ads in the quarter one and make all of that back and then some. And then we have a bigger budget moving on the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Another aspect, too, is just keeping an eye on what's working with regard to having that conversation. Um, 
if we notice, say, you had a small budget for a paid search campaign, it doesn't really seem like it's getting the results we need, then that budget conversation is going to come back. Because we may have to say, you know, encourage people to take a more aggressive stance. So really just monitoring results to tell, okay, is this level, usually we have different tiers for our marketing services, what levels are working and likely to work for you? Um, and where can we make improvements? And sometimes that costs money. <laughs> <laughs> I think that at least quarterly, these th- types of things are being checked on primarily monthly, though, especially with paid search or any type of ad services. Right. Um, for the most part, SEO is looked at that way, too. So making sure that we're reaching those goals at the end of the, the month, if we don't have as many LASIK leads as we expected, what happened? Let's right. try another ad. Let's try something else. Can we change the offer? So we're having those conversations and going back and forth with the client and the specialist here to figure out what's going to work best. And if it does turn out that your competitor is just outbidding you and you can't afford to spend anymore, we'll let you know so you're not wasting your money too. So I'm going to bring up a slightly kind of sensitive topic. We all know that it doesn't really matter the size of a practice. The larger the practice, the easier sometimes it is because you're dealing with the person who is responsible for an overall marketing budget. They have something in advance. The medium to smaller practices, they quite, whoever you're speaking with is quite often not the doctor, the one that's holding the purse strings. So how does that play in? How much do you try to support the person that you're talking with to be able to bring back to the doctor? How much do you try to get just in touch with the doctor? Like, What's some of the things that you guys do to make this work for them? Where you have that impediment of someone has to go back and get something approved and then move forward. Um, I think it's just a lot of education. I think if the administrators don't fully understand the service themselves, then they're not going to be able to explain it. Sure. Um, there's other situations where we just set up a meeting with the administrator and the doctor, get everything all laid out. This is the amount of money you're going to spend. These are our deliverables, and this is what you can expect from the campaign. And if in a month it's not necessarily working out that way, then we do that. We go back to the specialist. We see what we can change on our end, and then we go back to the client side, too, and see what they can change, and we'll see if it can continue to work better. And I'm sure those are sometimes difficult conversations to have. The the education of someone who's not as familiar with it, obviously, as we are, Mm -hmm. can be difficult for them to have to – and something is usually going to get lost in that translation, whether it's through lack of explanation, lack of understanding, or or what have you. So I don't envy you guys those conversations. (laughs) I also think it's really important to ask the practice what they're willing to do. Sure. Um, If it's something where budget is a huge factor and the biggest factor, um, then we have to ask them, are are you willing to run your Facebook page? Are you willing to respond to negative reviews? Um, what do you want to do? What do you have time for? Because obviously practices are, are really busy. So um, we understand that and we know that budget is a factor and time is a factor. So I think having those really transparent conversations is really helpful. Yeah, there's practices that are hands off. They don't want to do anything. They don't have the time. No one's in the office to do it. So we'll handle it for them. But then there are the practices that Lauren's talking about that are on a much lower budget. And we can just give them a couple tips and tricks and they can handle those things on their own too. Do you find that it's more, and I'm sure it varies, we're we're talking obviously in generalities as we're having this conversation each practice is unique and different Mm -hmm. but do you find that it's more effective if we kind of take over and manage something from top to bottom or is it that the practices really can in certain circumstances really take it and run with it I mean we know that there are certain practices just from a social level on social media that really kill it they do it entirely Mm -hmm. themselves and they're doing fantastic do you find that that's the same thing with a lot of practices that they may be really really good at one aspect but we have to pick up the rest of it for them? 
Yeah, I think there's cases like that as well. Um, I think that our social media packages are basic. They're going to get you out there. They're going to get your branding done. We're going to handle that for you. But if you want, we're still going to ask the practice to do a little bit more. Right. And then if we're talking about paid search, um, that's a lot more complicated and a lot harder to run on your own as a practice because it needs constant monitoring. So that's something that we can probably do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think something like paid search needs to be completely handled by the Mm -hmm. glacial team. But Social media is uh, in, something done in tandem. So we kind of touched on this a little bit before as well. Um, budget is, I'm assuming, and Lauren, you brought this up, is not necessarily just a goal-oriented kind of thing. You have X amount of dollars to spend, and this is the goal. You mentioned and divided that when you have the conversations, you do it as a branding conversation than as a lead conversation. Um, so I'm assuming that that's pretty much true for most people when it comes to budget. It's not just a single goal-oriented mm-hmm. kind of thing. Or do you try to steer the conversation so it's not so goal-oriented to have them understand things a little bit better? I still see it as goal-oriented. Yeah, I do too. Do you want to build your brand or do you want to grow leads or do you want to do and both? Right, sometimes it's enough. both. And then you have to stretch all those out over the over a period of time. Exactly. Um, yeah. People really, I dealt with a practice last month that needed, they definitely needed more surgeries. They needed more leads coming in, but their online presence was pretty shabby. So we had to start there. Um, and then we'll save the other stuff for later. Yeah, that's part of the prioritization, too, is we don't want to start sending tons of leads to you if there's issues in the office. Right. If the LASIK coordinator is brand new, we're not going to send her 30 leads a month mm-hmm. in addition to whatever's coming from the website. So we have to kind of work together on that and make sure everything's lined up appropriately. And there have been one or two cases where we actually had to pause services because we were doing such a brilliant job of giving them Absolutely. leads and they could not handle the volume. <laughs> Too many leads. <laughs> Um, all right. So lastly, and then I'll just leave it open for for you guys at the end. Let's talk a little bit more about how you guys can help those practices prioritize things. That becomes huge for a practice because they may start out the conversation, and I know, I know from having been involved in them, they may start out the conversation wanting one thing. But then you realize that's actually not either, A, the best thing for them or maybe not what they're really trying to get at. How do you help prioritize and how do you handle those conversations? So the way that I do our budget recommendations is I basically look exactly at what they're doing, what they're not doing, do that audit, give that education. I mean, I feel bad for some of my clients that receive these really, really long Word documents because they're just explanations of our services, but they're also expect like expectations. Like, what can you expect back? And then I just have a recommendation in there. Like, you should do this if you want this. It's pretty simple. For me, anyway, I, I find that <laughs> I mean I find that that works. If you lay it all out there, this is what you can do. These are your options, and just keep talking to the doctor and the client, see what they want, see what's actually going to work for them. Yeah, I think ongoing communication is huge because there are some things that we can't tell just based off of our reports, sure. like how many surgeries did you actually book last month, things like that. That I think if you do ever feel like there is a concern or an area that needs improvement, it's definitely worth giving us a call, shooting us an email, and saying, what are the options? Is there anything we can do or any way we can improve upon this? Absolutely. Excellent. Um, well, unless you guys had any any burning things that you wanted to throw out there or discuss, that pretty much wraps up what I was going to be asking for questions. Um, on a personal, I th- I'm just going to say, I think you guys do a fantastic job of having these conversations with our clients. Well, thanks, Daryl. Thanks, I get Darryl. it. I get it. <laughs> 
And I, I do mean that. I get feedback on my end from a lot of them where they're really just happy with the communication overall and that things are very clearly understood, that we are very goal-oriented and are able to put that out there. And a lot of that falls on you guys. So nice job. We have fun. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a good time. <laughs> Um, All right, so unless there's nothing else, once again, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Glacial Multimedia Podcast Series. For more information in regards to future podcasts or services discussed, please visit www.glacial.com or call us at 207-878-5900.